0: Hi, everybody. Jason here. Today, we have another episode of The Sacred Word. And if you're new to this channel, The Sacred Word is a video series where I unpack some of the great texts of Eastern spirituality and philosophy. And today, we've got a wonderful text, which actually was number two in my top five books of 2020. And that's the Atma Bodha, a text by Shankara. And this is a translation by Swami Nikilananda. And as I said in my top five books of 2020, this is an absolutely amazing book, even the commentary alone. But we're going to focus on the actual text of the Atma Bodha, self-knowledge, by Shankaracharya. Shankara, for those who don't know what I mean by Shankaracharya. So let's have a look at this text. I'm going to read to you chapter 26 of this chapter. The soul regarding itself as a jiva is overcome by fear, just like the man who regards a rope as a snake. The soul regains fearlessness by realizing that it is not a jiva, but the supreme soul. There's a lot to unpack, actually, in this in this chapter, because if you're not familiar with the terminology, and you're thinking about terms like supreme soul and soul itself from a Western perspective, then that will be a mistake, right? Because that will be latent with persona. Maybe if Swami Nikulananda would translate this now, he might actually use more Sanskrit terms like... Atman or Brahman here but because uh, he translated this back in the early 1900s then you know he's trying to relate it somewhat to westerners even though we have a lot more information now right so when we look at this text let's unpack this text right the soul regarding itself as jiva is overcome by fear now what it means by soul here is atman right atman is undifferentiated consciousness within all of us it's that non-dual reality it's undifferentiated Right. And now that undifferentiated consciousness, Atman, is identical with Brahman. This is fundamental understanding in Vedanta and Advaita Vedanta especially, is that the Atman, which is within all of us, is identical with Brahman, the ultimate reality, the undifferentiated ultimate reality. Uh, which is what we would term maybe in English as the Godhead, not God itself, because when we think when, in, in the West, when we think of God, a lot of people think of a a Lord, right? Someone, a a, a being lording it over the world and judging you according to the way you're behaving and so forth and so on. It's a very political uh, view of the universe. But when you look at uh, Hinduism, mean, you look at Brahman and same as Taoism, when you look at Tao, these are undif- the undifferentiated divine energy of the universe you call it whatever you will but it's it's an ultimate reality right it's the ultimate reality beyond everything especially beyond the mind and so in that first line it says the soul the atman regarding itself as a jiva is overcome by fear jiva here in sanskrit means persona or ego so that which is uh, an accumulation of your environment, your culture, your society—everything that you think of as "I." So, when I think of myself as Jason, the Australian, and born here, and learned this, and so forth and so on, educated like this—this this is what makes a jiva, this persona, right? And we all have it. We're all we're all brought into this life, and we develop this persona, and so we have this ego, this jiva, as they say in Sanskrit. And so it's saying here, when the Atman regarding itself as a Jiva is overcome by fear, right? Why is that? Because the Jiva itself feels isolated from the world. It doesn't feel connected to the world. Your persona is constantly in protection mode, in self-defense. It's survival. It's in a constant state of survival and self-preservation. It's trying to keep itself alive. And The essence of an ego, of a jiva, is separation. It's to fall for this illusion of separation. Where Atman is a complete understanding that uh, separation is an illusion. There is no disconnect between you and I and everything else. Everything is one, everything is Brahman, all is Brahman. But the jiva falls for this illusion of separation because it builds these walls in its mind, right? Me saying I'm an Australian is a wall. Me saying I like uh, this group over that group is a wall, an illusionary boundary I've built in my mind, which then contributes to suffering and fear of other things. That's what this line is referring to, right? the first line. And then it goes on to say, just like the man who regards a rope as a snake. Now, a lot of people have probably heard me in a lot of my videos talk about the rope and a snake and, and briefly cover that. And this is often used in Vedanta, and especially Advaita Vedanta, uh, when we talk about the rope and a snake. So what we're talking about here is that someone saw a rope, but they believed it was a snake, right? They reacted in fear because they thought that that rope was a snake. They saw a snake in the rope. So they superimposed an artificial reality onto, onto the way it truly is. All that it really is is a rope, right? but you believe it's a snake. So just like the man who regards a rope as a snake in relation to the Atman and the Jiva, right? So the, the Atman is the rope, right? But we, we, are this, we have superimposed this artificial version of ourselves onto the rope, which is a snake. And so we react accordingly because we think that the rope is a snake and we're going around and we're looking at all life believing that life is an accumulation of egos and we're just trying to survive with millions of other egos, but we're not seeing the rope, right? The real reality is that there's only the rope, there's only the Atman, but you're seeing the snake in the rope. And so you've superimposed this version of reality according to your own subjective beliefs onto an innocent reality. And we're all doing this. And we're all acting accordingly, which is causing conflict because we're operating from a state of fear. That's one of the important parts in that line. And so the next line says, the soul regains fearlessness by realizing that it is not a jiva, but the supreme soul. Now here again, the soul, meaning the Atman, regains fearlessness by realizing that it is not a jiva persona, but the supreme soul, the Brahman. Right. So, once you've come to that recognition, that understanding that Atman is Brahman, you've begun to do the spiritual work and you've come into abidance, into that deep state within yourself, you know that all is Brahman. There is only Brahman, there is only the ultimate reality. And some of the great sages are the only ones who come into contact with this because they go through intense sadhana, intense spiritual practice, for lengthy periods of time to cleanse the jiva to cleanse all of the accumulated knowledge and toxic garbage we accumulate through life that becomes this persona, this jiva, right? But once you cleanse that, then you begin to see reality as it truly is. And so, as a result, you don't live with fear. And that's what's very important in this last part of that chapter. The soul regains fearlessness by realizing that it is not jiva, but the supreme soul, the Brahman. And that is all of our own personal trajectory within Eastern spirituality and philosophy, is that path from Jiva to Brahman. Coming back to the recognition that you are fundamentally Atman, which is one with Brahman. Now, I hope you enjoyed that summary of chapter 26 of the Atma Boulder, Self Knowledge. Make sure you give it a like. Make sure you drop a comment below and give me your thoughts on this chapter. And how it relates to yourself. Make sure you share this content with your friends, and make sure you go ahead and grab yourself a copy of the Atma Bodhi. It's a wonderful text. I will review many other chapters on this going forward. So I hope you're all having a wonderful day and I'll see you guys in the next video. Shanti, shanti, shanti.